Welcome to iFocus Podcast, where we connect, inform, and engage business leaders and entrepreneurs. Let's start the show. Welcome, everybody. I'm Val Thompson, and I am today's host for iFocus Podcast. We are voices for global commentary. iFocus Podcast is your passport to the world. We're excited about our guest today. Uh, we are interviewing uh, Maria Coriette. She is candidate for Houston City Council member at large position two. How you doing today, Maria? I'm doing Marina. great, Marina. Marina. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, I'm doing great, Val. Uh, glad to be here. Thank you so much for having me on International Focus. Great. So, you know, Marina, why don't you give us a little bit about your background? Uh, we know you're running for city council member, but we'd like to know something about what you've done before this. Well, you know, let me just kind of go backdrop and give you a backdrop for of, of my life. Um, I am, I was actually born in Trinidad. I was born to my parents, Reuben and Pearl Coriat, who had me. Um, and uh, we came to the United States when I was one year old. So we immigrated to the United States. And when I came here, my parents, we moved to the East Coast and they worked really hard. And my, my dad finally moved us to Houston and got here as soon as we can. We lived in the, the Fort Bend area. We also uh, then moved to Houston proper. And so um, at, I'm so excited to be here uh, because I'm really a testimony of the American dream. My parents sacrificed everything so we can go to school here and then also to um, sacrifice really uh, so I can go to Cornell University and Ivy League school where I was able to focus on government. That was my major. And then um, while I was at Cornell and even before I went to Cornell, even in HISD schools, I studied Japanese and Spanish. And so just really building upon that, I added uh, uh, some time of studying Kiswahili while I was in um, at Cornell. I came back home to Houston and I'm here. Um, I worked in some political campaigns, but then I started working for the mayor's uh, Kathy Whitmire in the Citizens Assistance um, uh, uh, Office, and I was able to handle a number of questions and concerns that the citizens had. It was very, very busy. We did not have 311. I had to uh, track all the CDBG calls, which was a uh, uh, community development block grant, as well as all the calls that came into the city of Houston. It was a very exciting learning time and really got a chance to get an opportunity to meet with the citizens um, over the phone. And then I had opportunities to go and represent her at international type events. Um, and it was a great opportunity. I also worked in the housing and community development department where I was able to help find um, uh, 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 some information so that we would not have a finding from HUD. And so that was a, a citation from HUD. So that was able, we were able to get money um, continue to flow back into the department. And then from there, I went to the solid waste management department where I worked in the city of Houston, solid 
solid waste management department. Many would call me a trash talker because I really was the spokesperson for the solid waste management department. I went from the assistant PIO to the public information manager. And so during that time, I actually was the council liaison. And then I oversaw the council liaison and also oversaw all the websites, social media, all the communications, all the press activity um, for the department. I sat at the table with the department directors and uh, uh, deputy directors to make important decisions for the city of Houston regarding policies and planning. And just to give you just a backdrop of um, just a little bit in the city side, but then I went over to the private sector and I did PR, public relations for McDonald's franchise owners, which was a great opportunity for me. And then after that, I went to Blue Cross and Blue Shield, where I managed the media and community investments for Blue Cross and Blue Shield for the Southeast Texas region, not just Houston, Galveston, but also um, at that time, I had the territory from Corpus Christi to Waco to Beaumont and everything in between where we are able to give reinvest back into the community uh, with grant money and sponsorships. And it was really an exciting time. It was during the time of the Affordable Care Act and really getting people into having health care. And, and that's such an important um, role. And then after that, I I failed to mention I have my own business, public relations. Um, it's a public relations company, Refined Communications. And we also have um, had the opportunity in the last four years to uh, serve with state uh, Representative Symphonia Thompson as her communications director and just helping her with um, a, a sundry amount of duties um, in addition to that. So I'm just really excited to be here. And that gives you a little bit of backdrop of who I am, Val, um, and in addition to uh, serving on United Way's uh, boards such as Career and Recovery Resources and Houston Area Urban League. And also, you know, because it's an international focus, you know, I have to say that we had an opportunity, I had an opportunity to serve as an ambassador with the Greater Houston Partnership, where I, I was helpful in bringing, um, bringing companies to the, uh, that were in the Houston area to become a part of the the GHP, the Greater Houston Partnership, as well as um, retain companies um, as part of that. So we can help um, drive economic growth and collaborations within the city of Houston and the Greater Houston area. Wow. Now, you know, you just named a lot of things that are governmental as well as, uh, you know, the, the corporate uh, community and some of those things will be very helpful for you as you uh, move transition into city council. So let me ask you a question about city council. What, what is at large? I mean, you know, a lot of our list viewers and listeners might not know what at large is and why it's said that way. Cause you got how many council members are there first? Let me ask that question. And then let me, let us know what at large means and how many at large members are there. There are 11, thank you for the question. There are 11 city council members that are district. And then there are five at-large council members. And um, so we have a total of 16 city council members. So it's a hybrid system. So you have 11 that represent that geographic area. And then you have the, the at-large, who's what I'm running for, is an at-large position as position two. There are five of them. And so when I, when I go around, so this is a really excellent question, Val. 
about, people are always wondering, well, what, what part of town is that? And I was like, it's not a part of town. It is the whole city of Houston. I'm running for just exactly the same territory as the mayor of Houston is um, the candidates for mayor. But the only thing is that they have a lot more publicity on their race than we do on ours. But the at-large is really, um, in Houston, we designate which position we're going to run for. One, two, three, four, or five. So when we file our paperwork, we file for that. In some cities, I have a friend, She, um, I helped her get elected to be the first African-American um, to the in Syracuse to the um, city court judge. And what they do in their races, they take the, the candidates that have the most um, votes, and then that's how they designate their seats. But the city of Houston, we have to, they, we have to determine ahead of time what position we're going to run. And I'm running for position two. Fantastic. Okay. Now, why do you, I'm going to have to ask you this question. Why do you believe you would be right for that position? And uh, I mean, why should the citizens of Houston vote for you? Wow. Thank you. I, I have already done the job. I have done the job. Um, basically making policies and procedures when I worked at the city, especially in the solid waste management department where we implemented new programs. I'm the leader that Houston needs for city council at large position too. Um, I have the language skills. I have an Ivy League degree. I majored in government. So my focus has been in government from, from the time I was in college, even before college. I have participated in numerous uh, political activities. And like I said, I, sp I, speak, I study Spanish, Japanese, Kiswahili. I think it brings, it lends to understanding people. And Houston is a diverse city. It's a global city. And having somebody who has the heart for languages and has a heart for people um, is one of the things that we need to make sure that we have a voice at the table. Um, you know, one of the things is not just when I was studying Japanese, I, I had to go to school um, when I was in college, I, we would do um, five, five intensive classes and then we'd do three um, actual sessions where it was in English, but the five, in, but I had to learn the culture. I had to understand a little of the dynamics of how the, the Asian population, you know, a lot of that, specifically Japanese, how they, um, how they interact with one another, what are the customs? And so that's one of the things that I can pride myself is that I've already been doing a lot of those protocols um, over the years um, to groom myself for an international position, but also locally. I mean, we, I, I've been in the mayor's office, so I've worked from everything from, I was reading an article that I had from years ago where just helping a citizen who had lost their wedding ring and that we were able to find that wedding ring, not must go and digging, but making the contact with the, with the, with the landfill. And they found the wedding ring after, um, after um, not too long, they were, that was, a, that was like a needle in a haystack, but everything from dead animals to, you know, potholes to the sewage being backed up. I mean, we've answered so many of those calls and I've been there at numerous town halls. And so I've actually been there to be the 
the spokesperson. I've spoken on behalf of the department at town halls, uh, in front of the media. I've coordinated press conferences. When we had uh, Tropical Storm Allison and Ike and other major storms, I've been there at the emergency center or Transtar to be with the mayor, to be with the department heads and operational leadership and as an essential personnel to respond to crisis situations. So I've been in really, uh, really um, um, tight um, and, and very, uh, uh, a very uh, stressful situations where people around are stressed because of all that's going on, because we're talking about life and death and recovery. And also, you know, being there to be um, a person on the spot who can think through um, issues, who can uh, respond to citizens, to respond to uh, the pressures of being in government and also try to be a visionary. When I came into the department, we didn't have um, we didn't have our, our schedules online. We didn't have um, heavy trash, garbage. You know, now you can look online. But when I first came to the when I was in the department and I made the suggestion because the technology was available at that time, I said, "Why don't we put our schedules online?" And they're like, "Well, why would we want to do that?" I said, "So the citizens will know when to put out their heavy trash, where they're put able to put out their recyclables." So I was able to be. A visionary to bring our department into um, to social media to bring us into I uh, to to having the information online to being very proactive having out of the box thinking um, throughout the, my career and even for 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 me I actually had my own talk show um, which was called wasting no time and so for 10 years, I had a talk show on the HTV channel, which would explain different aspects of garbage, recycling, uh, recycling, electronics, the dangers of combustibility, um, responses to other, other things that we have, and also highlighting the employees. One of the things is as a council member, we sit at the table, we make decisions for appropriations that are $50,000 or more, but we also can also affect change in terms of um, policies and procedures and ordinances. And so one of the things I also am mindful of is being um, a, a former city of Houston employee, knowing the challenges that many of the employees have or the, the thinking at uh, thinking about policies, even in making sure that we're including them in the thought process of how do we be equitable? How do we consider everyone at the table? And that's one of the reasons I believe I would be an excellent council member because I'll be a voice for all. I will have the mind of representing the uh, representing the citizens of Houston being objective. I'm not tied to any political um, person. Uh, I'm not tied to any mayoral candidate. And I'll be a voice for the people. I want to be objective and I want to hear what they have to say. And, you know, I'm, I'm not set in my stone on certain positions. If there's some information that's data driven or it makes sense to do something a, be a better way, I'm open to those ideas and suggestions. Great answer, uh, Marina. So, Marino, uh, one last question. Uh, do you have any upcoming events like fundraisers or um, uh, organizations you'd like to support? Uh, anything of that such uh, that our viewers and our listeners might want to know about? Well, you know, we just had a fundraiser and I want to suggest that um, just 
just connect with me on my website at marinaforhouston.com. And so you could be on our, our newsletter. Um, you can be uh, uh, informed of information that's coming down the pipeline. We're certainly going to have a fundraiser coming up. And uh, I, but I just want to make sure that I have all the details in place. But I just really want to stay in contact with everyone because, you know, your voice, your, your input is very important. And as I'm going along the campaign trail, you know, I'm learning things, even as I've already know a lot about the city, but I'm also learning the heart of some of the other things that are of a concern to citizens. And so I just want to make sure that we are representing you. So marinaforhouston.com. I'm Marina Angelica Coriat, and I'm running for Houston City Council at large position too. And also Find me on Facebook and social media um, and other social media, Marina A. Coriat on Instagram and Marina, uh, friends from Marina, uh, Angelica Coriat on Facebook. I have multiple Facebook accounts, but definitely, and we utilize them to reach the audiences and to reach you because you're important. I want to just say that I'm the person that can hit the ground running from day one. I have the, it, I have the experience to do an excellent job for the citizens of Houston. I bring a wealth of, of, of background and just, just, just to, you know, even as a business owner, understanding, you know, what it's like to do, to get a contract with the city. I've applied for a contract with the city. I know some of the challenges that people have faced. We know the challenges of getting permits. We know the challenges of, you know, so let's work together. Let us work together to have a safe, efficient um, city um, where we can, you know, work, where we can be um, proud of, uh, continue to be proud of rather, because um, we have, Houston is a fine place. We have the best restaurants. We have we have um, an international community with over a hundred languages spoken, um, and we are the what um, Dr. Stephen Kleinberg talks a prophetic city, uh, which um, the rest of the country will be looking at for years to come and to model themselves. So we need to put somebody in here who, such as myself, um, to represent the city on a local and a global on a global basis. Great interview, uh, Marina. It's been an uh, excellent interview. And uh, to our uh, listeners and viewers, you've been listening to and watching Marina Coriat, candidate for Houston City Council member at large position two. Thank you, Marina. Thank you for joining us. And also to our listeners and viewers, uh, please, be sure to subscribe to this podcast. And you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and now YouTube as well. So to our viewers and listeners, thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you, Marina. Thank you. Thank you, Val. Our pleasure.